Yo, this is Jake Cuts Fresh. You're checking out the Barber Life Podcast. This is for all barbers, no matter your age, race, or status. Barber Life. Yo, what's going on? It's Jake. Thanks for checking us out. Any questions, always hit me up, jcutsfresh at gmail.com, and also, of course, on IG and Twitter, at jake underscore cuts underscore fresh. On this episode, I got my man Brady from New Hampshire, the Trim Reaper. Um, you can check it out. It's very, very, I'm very happy with this, uh, the way it came out. We just really vibed out. It's cool stuff. So thanks for checking it out. Stay tuned. So this is my man um, from New Hampshire. Um... Why don't you tell everybody your name and, uh, you know, what you're about? All right. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm Brady, known as Instagram as uh, Trim Reaper, um, 22-year-old barber from New Hampshire. You know, I'm in Manchester, Modern Man Barbershop. Uh, yeah, that's basically it, man. Wow, you're only 22? Yeah. Yeah, I just turned 22 in June. Oh, wow. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even been I haven't even been licensed. It's a 18 not even 18 months yet. Oh, wow. So that's that's why that's I I think I forget who followed who first, but I remember seeing the name being interested in that and following you around and you know you had you had, you know mentioned me a couple times and and stuff and and I'm like, "Yo, this dude's crazy." And like you're pretty covered in tats for 22. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm <laughs> Yeah. I'm an, I would call myself an avid tattoo collector. You know? <laughs> there you go. My only other hobby outside the shop, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, see, I, I was picturing 28, 27, you know, but nah. then again, I've, I've never actually met you in person, man. As, yeah. as as many of these cats that are on here I haven't met in person, man, maybe just a couple. Um, So that's cool. All right, so you've been cutting for about 18 months-ish. Um, yeah. I would describe your style as – as new classic i don't know you got this yeah i you actually, got i have a i have a, a word like a name for it that i like to i like to kind of throw out there i like to call it uh classic cuts with modern touch yes and, okay uh, you know cool. trying to do my thing and do something different you know absolutely man because that's and that's probably why we connected too because that's kind of the theme for my shop not necessarily my style of cutting um i'm sort of utility man just kind of whatever you need i got you kind of thing like um yeah, sure. but you know, for my shop, the phrase I had come up with was, uh, you know, old school values, new school appeal. You know what I mean? And that's like just kind of a, you know, we're hard workers, blue collar, but, you know, there's that new feel to it. You know, we got online booking. We got, we can do whatever style you want. You know, we got the stuff going. So now, that's, that's cool, man. Yeah. Cause a lot, I mean, your haircuts are like, wow, man. Like, so walk me through you becoming a barber now. I mean, that with this age thing now, I just I, I'm putting a whole new twist on this. I, this I had some ideas, of questions I was going to ask you, but we got to focus on this a little bit because that threw me off. So, so was it right out of high school? Because you would have been what twenty uh, when you yeah. started. So I actually I started cutting hair in high school, like my sophomore junior year, just uh, you know messing around with my friends and stuff. And uh, I actually ended up playing college baseball. That was my like my thing. Like I was I was all about it. And uh, I just got sick of, like, 
school. I just, I'm not smart. You know, I wasn't like, a, <laughs> you know, like to be honest, like I just didn't like going to class. I just don't like schoolwork. I don't like thinking. That's why, you know, I cut hair. It's like, yeah. you know, it's muscle memory now. So it's like, I, you know, after finished up my freshman year, I didn't really know what to do. And I was bouncing around like job to job doing retail, retail shit. And, uh, you know, one day I was like, Hey, I get my haircut every week. I know what a good haircut looks like. My barbers are all covered in tattoos. I'm going to go to barber school. And uh, I went and enrolled one day and I was, I was finished six months later. That's great. So, so you, so you've been in the atmosphere. You, you liked being in that atmosphere. You had seen it. Um, and you had to cut a little bit already. Now, were you, what school did you go to that you were playing ball at? It was like a small Catholic college in, in Nashua, New Hampshire. It was like, it, it it wasn't gonna last long, you know. Regardless, yeah. <laughs> it was like a, it was like a, I'm going to college because my parents want me to go to college. Yeah, I want to go to college. And, right. Uh, you know, I had some family things change after my freshman year, and uh, my outlook changed. And I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna do what I want now." But yeah. The rest is history. Uh, it's very similar to me, man. I, I I didn't. My parents didn't really care if I went. I wanted to go, but I didn't know why I wanted to go to college. And I tried it, and uh, I, you know, I got all the way to my junior year, and I'm like, this is really hard. <laughs> like, I don't like yeah. this. I'm not a student, and like you said, you're not smart. Now I don't think that's true. I think we're all smart in different ways. Like, book smart's never been my thing. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're talking about deep philosophical, sociological concepts, then I'm all about it. But unless you're talking like comic books, then I'm like, I'm not your guy, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's do you. Do you like? Do you collect comics? Nah, I'm like, I'm just big into like the whole like superhero stuff. Like, I like all that, you know, different shit. Yeah, yeah. I like comics too, man. I like to read. I read. I haven't bought comics in a while. Pretty much since I had kids, I haven't bought comics on a reg, but. I've been, you know, here and there. I really like this one guy, Ed Brubaker. I don't know if you know him at all. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so that anything he writes, I'm pretty much down. So um, what's the name of his, his last book that turned into a movie? I can't think of the name of it now. Um, Kill or Be Killed. It's like, a, it's like a dark, you know, it's like noir, man, you know? Like, yeah. It's just dope. Like, just a cool concept. Like, the kid kid hates his mundane life he just thinks there's no point to living so he jumps off the top of his apartment but he doesn't die <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, his, and his demon's like hey uh you know i saved your life over there so you owe me one he's like what what the hell he's talking and like basically he has to like put hits out on all these really crummy people because his demon's telling him to and he doesn't know how to tell anybody so anyway that's that's where I'm at with comics. That's like my dark secret. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> dope, though. I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna have to check that one out. Yeah, anything Brew Baker writes is just incredible, man. I don't know why. Just like super in it, whatever he did. Even when he did, like he did Daredevil, it was great. Yeah, did yeah, Captain yeah. America. Even like I don't even like Captain America. Like that's to me, that's like listening to like uh, pop music to read Captain America. I'm like I don't want to, don't do that. But yeah. like his was good. But anyway, I digress. So we, so you're. So you decided at that point, let's go to barber school. What is the protocol in New Hampshire? Um, like, out, like, what do you need for hours? How does it work? Yeah, so in New Hampshire, like, I feel like we kind of get screwed because our license doesn't translate, like, from New Hampshire anywhere, basically. Uh, um, we only need 800 hours to get our barber license. Okay. And, uh, so the school I went to, my instructor actually used to teach at New England Hair Academy. She was there for a while. And, uh, in Malden? Man, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know that place, yeah. 
And uh, so she came up, she was an instructor there, and uh, we did 900 hours just because that was the only way for us cooled off of financial aid. So, you know, I did my 900 hours, and, you know, in school, I was, like, in and out of the barbershop still, like, just, you know, I was there hanging out. Like, I had a job while I was, like, halfway through school lined up for when I graduated, and, you know, I was in there, you know, helping out if they were crazy busy, sweeping up, like, just hanging and kind of getting the vibe and everything. And, yeah. You know, it took me, like, six months, and after that six months i was uh i was i was at it you know that's great so you got that so you're done with the school at 20 ish yeah i was i was still i was still 20 uh yeah i was still 20 right when i when i graduated yeah all right and then so i just started noticing your stuff like maybe in the last three or four months is that about right like where you really started like when, yeah, when did you yeah. when did you start doing the ill shit that you're doing now when did that start like three or four months ago like i was oh, okay you know, i was uh you know i was working in a i worked in a shop and, and you know it's it, there's a long like there's a uh what's it called there's like a, a story to everything you know yeah and of course i i landed in the shop on that now where i could just kind of do my thing and do like whatever the hell i wanted right I, all my clients are there you know i got like 200 clients and it's like they're just coming in and they're like, Hey, do whatever you want. And it's like, cool. I'm going to try this crazy shit that I saw, you know, this barber from the UK doing, or like this dude that I see out in Cali's doing this stuff. I'm going to try this on you. And just kind of everything kind of just came together and kind of found my niche and found my little style, you know? Yeah. So how does that work? Okay. See, see, I'm, this is something you could teach me, right? This is what I don't understand. But I'm not, I'm just, like I said, I'm a utility guy, man. I'll do whatever you need. Right. Yeah, so sure. I don't have clients that are just like, Hey, <laughs> do what you want. And, yeah. I, and I, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just like, I want a men's regular. I want a ball fade. I want, you know, I want uh, yeah. the low fade. I want the blow. I want it. And they come and they tell me exactly what it is. And I, now did you hit a point where you were like, Hey, do you mind if I try this? And they were like, Oh, uh, okay. And then like you laced it. So they were like, Oh shoot. Like do whatever you want again, you know, or I mean, or... I mean yeah, kinda. But honestly, I worked at a shop that was right next to a college for like a, up until January, from January of 2017 to January of uh, February of 2018. And uh, you know, college kids are my age. They come in, they sit with me because we're the same age. We connect on a lot of things, you know, like and. Right. I'd be like, hey, like, you know what's cool, you know what looks good, you know what people are, you know, getting into in other parts of the country that's not New Hampshire. And because, <laughs> I mean, in New Hampshire, it's so behind the times. Like, man, it's crazy. In New Hampshire, it's like everybody's still stuck in, like, 2007, you know? Right. No, I understand. I just I spent uh, a week in Canada last week, and it's, it's, it's like <laughs> yeah, 1997. Sure. Yeah. It's like 100%. another 10 years, you know, it's. Yeah, no, I understand that, and and I think because you know where where I'm at in sort of Central Mass, they call it Metro West. You know, it's kind of yeah, for sure. It's kind of it's a dead center between three cities. You know, Providence, Rhode Island, Boston, and Worcester, and we don't really see styles. For instance, let me let me finish my thought with a for instance. I'm a big metaphor guy. Anybody who's listened to this more than twice knows that. Like. I remember, like, in 2001, everybody around where I was working wore five or six XL T-shirts and six XL sweatpants, and everybody looked like a, like they shrunk in their clothes, <laughs> you know? And then I would go to New York, 
and my boy was wearing like almost skin tight jeans with running sneakers in and like a dope like army like pullover, like camel pullover. You know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, Whoa, what is all these tight clothes? Like, what do you mean? This is this is the shit, bro. Like and and that was two thousand one. Now, like two it took like till two thousand ten, eleven for people to start wearing tighter jeans, get rid of the five XL this, five XL that. <laughs> Well, bro, that's crazy because I like I wear skinny jeans every day, and I still get dudes every day that are like, "Hey, your jeans are a little tight, man." Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, like what? It's 2018. Like, why? Like, why are you still wearing like the the baggy cover your shoes lead jeans from Walmart? Like, you know, yeah. 2018. Step your style game up. You know, it's like I I get what you're saying completely. Yeah. So that's so with the styles of hair, like right now, dudes that are like my dad's age, like in their late 50s, early 60s, are like. Hey, what's this thing I hear called the hard part? What is that? <laughs> For real, you know, they want the they want the they want the bald fade with the with the hard part slicked off with the pomade, and that was just coming into play. Like in two thousand and nine, I started noticing that, or two thousand, mm, yeah, like nine ten. I think I started noticing that online, and that was before Instagram was really popping with stuff with uh, with with barbarism, you know, and yeah. um. Yeah, I would just like search the web for like new hairstyles and you know. So, um yeah, so I feel you, man. So back to what you're saying, New Hampshire style, I get it. Like I wanna learn that shit that like they're doing at Menspire. I wanna learn the shit that like Josh O. P or whatever whatever I forget how you say his name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wanna I feel, learn that. Because that's where that. the trends are coming from. For sure. Um, you know, I feel that a hundred percent. And I was super into, like, I, you know, I got into, like, a big phase where I was, like, all about, like, I want to do everything Men's Fire's doing. I want to do everything Joshua P's doing. And then I realized that, like, I'm trying to just do my own thing with my own twist on it. You know, it's like. Yeah, that's style, baby. That's. Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. And I think that's why I started really focusing on you a lot. And then, and then you hit me up and we just started talking because I'm like, there's a style here. And that's one thing, like, when I was making music, like, I sort of figured it out when it was almost too late like i'm trying to make something that everybody wants to listen to but i'm not doing my version of it and right. i'm not and and that's you know that's where i really want to get back to with my hair cutting like i focus so much i was just talking to my man steve um who i've had on the podcast before speaking of which i'm just gonna plug that that i don't know if you know that i'm sure you know those cats i see you um talk with them a little bit online but um they're having josh come to their yeah yeah, so that's that class is going on. I'm going to be going to that. Yeah, I'll sure. probably be there too, honestly. Those dudes are my favorite. Like, I drive where I'm at, I drive an hour and a half to go get haircuts down there. Oh, you get your haircut over there? Too? Oh, that's great. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, I know them for a, for a little bit now. Like, me and Steve have mutual friends. And then, yeah, Steve's the man. Steve is like one of my favorite people. Yeah, he's just a great cat. All right, so that's good. So, I didn't even know we were connected through that, too. So, yeah. So, for sure, you got to go because I'm going to be there. And then, um, you know, I'm going to, you know, shamelessly plug my, uh, my networking night over there to <laughs> try to get yep. everybody over that. But, um, yeah, so that's the kind of, I was telling Steve this morning, I'm like, I can't wait to learn stuff about cutting hair again and not about business. Like I just, all I've been trying to do is learn about running the business the best that I can, because, you know, right. as, I, as I said before, it's finally, I'm it's sinking in that I actually own a business and not just. I just wanted to create a place I could just work close to home, you know? And now it's like, yeah, well, it's that. a little bit more than that. And I got to, with that 
comes responsibility. I got to handle it right. So anyway, I've been learning a lot about business, a lot about podcasting, a lot about marketing and branding, but I haven't learned much about, you know, friggin' layering the top of people's men's hair to make them look cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's my thing, too, is, like, I became, like, you know, I was in that shop, you know, for a year and, I, you know, a little bit over a year straight, and I became kind of, like, complacent with that stuff. I was, like, doing the same thing day in and day out. But it was the kind of shop where they were like, oh, you want to learn more things? Don't you already know how to cut hair? And it's like, <laughs> I, I don't want to do the same thing 15 times a day. Like, I want to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, once I hit that level, I was like, okay, cool. I need to make some sort of a change, whether it's like going to classes, whether it's watching YouTube videos, whether it's like getting my hair cut by different barbers and just watching, you know, it's like all of those different things. I try to pull inspiration from every single person, you know? That's huge, man. Now, do you think that's something you learn from somebody else or is that just in you like to do that? Because that, what you just said is a mouthful, man. That is like, that will take anybody from level one to level four. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Like, like you're looking for inspiration from anything. Whoa. Okay. Now, <laughs> now yeah. we're talking like martial arts, crazy. Like I'm going <laughs> to, I, you see the whole world through your craft. Yeah. And that's my thing is like, I spent so much of my life behind the chair, you know, I'm there up until this week. I just cut my schedule back. I was there seven days a week. You know, I was there every single day, open and close. Mm. And uh, it really kind of, I worked with this one with this one dude who at my first shop who's now in Seattle and he is blowing up crazy talented amazing dude crazy like I thought I like I look at my stuff and I think it's good and I look at his and I feel like my stuff looks like shit <laughs> and I'm constantly like asking him like hey how do you do this how do you do that what do you do in this spot what could I do better <clears throat> that like seeing him how he used to take inspiration from like all sorts of different things it's like all right, cool. Why, why don't I treat it like that? You know, like there's so many different things that can be attributed to this craft. Like there's not like one set way to do things. Like I'm trying to do everything outside of the box, you know, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like, if you can find inspiration from one thing, you can find inspiration from anything, you know? I uh, see. I, I love hearing that. I, that exactly. I feel exactly the same way. And I feel as though when it comes to actual cutting of hair i don't do that anymore and and i'm you know i'm always transparent you've, you've been listening to these you know i'm you know am i the am i am i gonna win any barber battles anytime soon no you know but i get i get busy you know i get i do my thing and um yeah man i, need, I can't wait to get back to that point where i can focus more on the hair cutting and less on the running a, a, a business you know um credit to those who can do both because guys sure can do it both i just i have a I don't know if it's my attention span or what it is, but I got to be like really focused on one thing to get it done right. And then I can get off that, go to another thing, but I can't do, you know, I always say I got like two burners. I can cook like two things at one time. Pretty good, but I can't. You start throwing a third in there. Yeah. I see, you know? Yeah. And this podcast is kind of like the third thing. It's like, so I'm going to focus on running my shop and doing this. And then it's like, well, my, my hair cutting is just plateaued. Like it's, it's pretty good. But now, you know, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that Instagram is really so just incredible just to connect with people to see what's really good, you know, and yep. and inspire. Where, you know, I've been kind of since way before that, and there was nothing like that. You just had the cats around you. You know, you had right. the guys in your right. shop, and you had the shops in your town. And so people walking around, you see a great haircut, you would just be like, yo, where'd you get that cut? And, like, do you mind if I, like, take a picture of it? 
you know how weird that was in like 2002. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I can only imagine, <laughs> man. That's, I feel that though. I feel that 100. Like we didn't have camera phones even, so I was like, I yeah, no, I have a disposable camera in my car. Hold on one second, I'm gonna go get. Yeah. Start winding it up. Yeah. Right. But so yeah, so that that's that's really cool to hear, man. Because you know, I, it's gonna sound weird, but just looking at your cuts, I can see you. I can I could kind of guess what kind of person you were. You know what I'm saying? By by looking at what you do, and then yeah, I, yeah, no, 100. You know, and, and that's I feel that 100. That that's when it's art. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when I'm like, all right, this dude's doing his art, and like. Kudos to you for finding this at 20 years old and now 22. I mean, holy hell, 22. I was like puking a lot from drinking too much. You know? What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even, I don't even drink, man. Like I quit drinking at 21. Like I just, I had my fill and I was like, yeah, no, cool. I'm focusing on everything I have on, on this, you know? And like, it's kind of crazy to me it, to be doing it at 22 too. It's like, I know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Like I have education opportunities coming at me left and right for being 22 years old, you know, like, nice. like to, to do education, like to educate people. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, 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 man. That's great. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy to me. It's like, I never thought I'd be in the spot, you know, six months ago, let alone two years ago. No, uh, I, well, you, I think you just, you nailed it. You know, I think you, you decided that was it. I was going to try to do something else. When you felt stagnated, you decided to go change it. And it sounds to me that if you apply that passion to anything, you're going to be successful at it. And I think that's – I've always said that about people. Like Martha Stewart is super famous and she does what she does, right? Yep. She would have been that with anything. If she decided to focus on golf, she would have been the illest female golfer. If she decided to focus on, you know, anything – Cutting hair, she'd be the illest at that and have a famous brand on that. That's who, for sure, that, 100%. And I, I, that's kind of what I get from some of these cats that I'm meeting. I'm getting it from you right now. Um, you're gonna be you're gonna be up there, man. Um, so that's cool. So, what's your what's your what do you like for clippers? What have you been using? Um, I go back and forth, honestly. Like, at any time, like, you'll see like six or seven different clippers on my station. Uh, like, I'm kind one of, of those guys, kind of, I'm kind of a clipper whore. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, so do you like to use like, you know, one clipper for taking out bulk, and then one for blending, and then one like how, how does it work? It's all by it's honestly all by feel for me. Like if I look at a head and I know I can do it with any clipper, then I'll do it with you know a trimmer and a comb. Like it's yeah. just I have like a solid few favorites that I love, like the Slimline Pros from Andis. I love them. I run four at a time. Like mm-hmm. I go through like crazy but i love them you know like my master is always my go-to like the cordless senior like it's just all i have, I have a rotation yeah. basically that's that's interesting man I, I i go through phases where i want to get more tools you know and i, yeah. I grab those uh the supras the andy supras like the because i wanted yep. i wanted motorized and i wanted cordless and those are kind of the best thing but i just couldn't get used to using stuff that didn't have an adjustable lever <laughs> you know what yeah I mean? no i feel that and i feel that that was me because uh, like my my andis detachables broke like three months ago and i was using just my cordless senior for the last three months like no detachables whatsoever and then i just got the oster octane and it's like it's it's game changing but like i missed that lever when i'm trying to fade you know yeah it's like i need to kind of have both but I don't know. I still I saw it on my shelf. I got a shelf. We all have our own shelf in our break room. I'm like, yeah, I might break that sucker out again and just use it just to just to get the bald lines going because you can put that 
five watt clip on there and get stuff down to like all you need to do after that is hit it with the close shaver. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, no, for sure. That definitely knock out some time, but do I got it? Then I got to move my whole station around. You know, I go through that in my head. It's like I'm such an old school fool, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> like give me yeah. like literally like for since when I got into school, they gave me the fast feeds, and my idol in the barbershop game at the time was my man, Tony Nixon, who owned blacktop barbershop in Framingham. That was the only place you could go to get a you know, fade for the longest time. And he used those. I'm like, yeah, I'm sweet. I'm using the same things as Tony. But then I was like, I don't really like this. You know, <laughs> like I had, yeah. I had been cutting hair in high school and I had some wall, like home, home joints, which are basically like a uh, even simpler version of the designers, the wall designers. So, um, Oh yeah, that's what I started with too. That's what I started with too. Was like the color pro with like the color. Yeah, exactly. Guys. Yeah, um, my mother bought it when we still lived in I think Natick. So that was like an '86 man. Like <laughs> it was old, and it's still. I think it's still at my mother's house. Um, but that was what me and my brother learned on and started cutting each other. And then so yeah, so I went from the Oscars. My grandmother bought me the '76s because she just went to Sally and said, "What's the most expensive best?" clippers you can get she's so proud of me and it's such an awesome grandma <laughs> thing so like she got me those and i was like i don't have to do with these like um and then i ended up getting the seniors and i used those forever and then when i got to a shop and was cutting like all day those got hot you know like like yeah. the masters get hot um yeah i used the masters for one day and i was like nope too much metal i need <laughs> i need more plastic yeah, and for sure and then i uh the dude i was working with who showed me everything that i know greg howell he he had designers. I'm like, that's all he, he had. He had two pairs of designers or one pair of designers, one backup in his drawer. And then he had two pairs of outliners, TL liners. That's all he used. And his cuts were coming out immaculate, just like incredible haircuts. I'm like, wow. Okay. So let me simplify things. And that's what I did. And after that, that's when my skills took off. So I kind of never really came out of that. I, I still just have, I got right now, I got two magic clips, one charging and one I'm using. And then I got a pair of detailers, but in my drawer, I have two brand new detailers and I have the Slimline Pro and I have a pair of heroes all ready to go in case I drop anything. Yeah. You know? Now, with your Slimlines, do you adjust those? I, so I had this, I had a problem with, like, I'll use like the, the Andis Zero Gapper, like the, the uh, 10, 10 second blade gapper or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the blade on the slim lines when it comes stock, like the, the still blade itself is so sharp right? that even if it's not fully zero gapped, if it's set back a little bit, I was like marking people up and I was like, thank God it's just, you know, my clients. Like I'd be like, Hey, my bad, you know? Yeah. And so I adjust them a little bit, but honestly, man, everything for me lately has just been, it's, it's razor work. Like I'll, I'll use them right out of the box and I'll get like a faint line and then it's just all razor work. Okay. All right, so that's it. See, I like the I like the weight of them. I like the feel of them. Um, I just haven't been able to get them to hit super tight, like like I like. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, no, for sure. They, like the wall, it took me forever to switch to the detailers from the TL liners. It took me like forever. Um, yep. But those TL liners, man. You know, I was cutting only pretty much only black people when I was working in uh, Malden, and when I opened my own shop out more in the sticks. I was cutting uh, mostly white people. And yep. when you get that little baby hair on the back of the neck with those T-outliners, they clog up. Like, oh, yeah. they, like, like crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, what the hell? And so I'm like, well, let me try these details. They had come out. They look pretty good. And they, I like the wide blade on them. 
and that just doesn't happen. It still has never happened. I, I mean, I've had the pair I'm using right now. I've had over a year. I just keep changing the blade on it. You know, the, the detailers like I always say. There's only two trimmers that like I'll use straight out of the box usually, and that's the detailers and the Styliner twos. And it's just because for some reason they just hit so hard right out of the box. Yeah, that's I, I say the same thing. And and. At first, when the details came out, you couldn't really take out a lot of bulk. Like, say you knock something down to, like, a two. Yep. You couldn't go in there and, like, put a design in there. It would, like, bog out. You know what I mean? Like, yep. But then I don't know if they just fixed it or maybe I got a couple of bum pairs in a row. But now you can, you know, I can, you can kind of cut into anything. So, yeah, yep. man. I, I, I definitely want to, like, switch up the Clipper game a little bit this year. I definitely, like, looking into next, you know. I say next year, I, I mean September for some reason. Like, that's how I go by school years. But, you know, yeah. I want to kind of switch it up a little bit, try some different things, get a different different feel, and really focus more on, on, on the haircuts and, and not so much on on running the business. And Yeah, you know. no, I feel that. That was, like, my thing this year was, like, I need to invest in a good pair of shears. Like, I, I was like, hey, I'm sick of getting my shears sharpened every three months, you know, like – I'm gonna drop some stupid money and just get what I get what I need. Yeah. So four pairs of Hattori Hanzos later, you know, twenty five hundred dollars, and it's like, <laughs> all right. I don't gotta worry about it anymore, but like, gotta worry about my bank account now. But it's worth I know. it. So worth it. Yeah, but they really take care of those, right? Like, I, I, I'm not big yeah. on, I'm not big on big company. I don't know. I, I always try to find like the Pepsi to the Coke. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just the way I do stuff, but. My wife, like, I was telling her about the Hanzo shears and, and the stuff they have. And my, I don't know if you know, my wife owns a salon. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was like, oh, really? And she went on their website. She's like, oh, they have this thing where they, they come and they fix them up for you and they check in on you. I'm like, oh, really? That's cool. And she's like, so she bought, like, three or four pairs. And, yeah, it's the best customer service I've ever, I've ever encountered, man. Yeah, so without really giving them a major plug, because I'm not really advertising people yet, but so how does that work? So like you buy the you buy the shears and then what? They follow up with you every couple months or how does it work? Yeah, well, so they have like reps across the country, and I actually didn't deal with the New England rep. I had one of their the one of their reps from California actually hit me up on Instagram, and uh, we just started talking. And then you know, one phone call later, I ordered four pairs of scissors. But um, yeah, <laughs> I just, like, like I just took a class with them on Sunday at uh, the Polish man in uh, Merrimack, New Hampshire. It was uh, Anthony, the barber nine one six from Sacramento. Oh yeah. Yeah. He came to mass too. And I was on vacation. He was at my boy's uh, London, London barber. Yeah. Ron. Yeah. And then he did a class at Bostonian on that Sunday too, right after uh, the class in New Hampshire. Oh geez. Uh, So it was a Hanzo, Hanzo sponsored class. And what they do is like, they have a program where, you know, you 10 bucks a month, you get free sharpenings every year, you get free access to all the classes, like anything goes wrong, like you call up the lady who runs New England and you say, hey, this is what's going on with my scissors. She will literally drive to you, grab your scissors, give you an extra pair, take yours, send them out and then hand deliver them back. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah. It makes it worth it. Yeah. I, I, uh. I, I got to give them a second look because <laughs> I'm just, I'm like a hater of the popular kids. That's like, that's just like, I'm, I've never been into super into punk rock, but I got this sort of punk rock mentality sometimes. I'm like, nah, 
F those dudes, man. They're too big. Like, like, what? They can't be that good, you know? <laughs> yeah. But that's pretty not, awesome. Like, that's pretty awesome. I used them the literally the first day I used them. I was like, yep, I'm never using anything else ever again. Oh, man. Better than anything I've ever used. Like, totally worth it. That's pretty incredible. I, I, uh, I too decided last year, so I've been cutting it for a long time, and I would buy like the nicest pair that you could get at like Cosmoprof, you know, like the hundred and fifty dollar yeah. pair, and, yeah. and they would be okay, you know. But you have to sharpen them a lot; they're not great steel. And and then I, uh, so last year I said I'm gonna treat myself for my birthday. I got the I don't know if you've seen that company Hunt and Hustle. Yeah, dude, they're great. Yeah, they're so that those shears are pretty money, but they're in the UK. They don't yeah. really have anything going on here like that. So if if what they will do is I can send them back once a year and they'll make them like new. And I think it's like sixty bucks or something. Yeah. Uh, I like their presentation though. I like how they send them to you in that wooden box. And, yeah, that's really. They and they're great shears. Unfortunately, I dropped them the second day I had them. Right, like not on my mat either. Like right on the wood, and they like put like a oh. friggin' ding in the side of it. And my guy have come sharpen them. He's like, yeah, I can, I can work with it but this i mean it's a pretty good couch and i'm like yeah okay so there's like they kind of turn into dog crap right after i got them but um we kind of got them sharp enough they work you know but they're not how they're meant to be so i'm, I'm definitely still on the market so it's yeah, that's good to know about them yeah I, get, I gotta check with alicia and see if she's had i think she said the lady came by just to check in with her or something like that I don't know, the rep or whatever for Hanzo. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She's awesome. That's cool, man. All right. So what's next for you, bro? Like what do you what do you hope to accomplish in the next few years in your career? I'm still trying to figure that out myself, man. I'm like you know, I look at it now as I'm, you know, I'm twenty two and I'm at a shop, you know, where I've been in the same area for like a year and a half. I would like to eventually move to someplace like Boston or, you know, like out west somewhere somewhere where i can just kind of like start over and start from scratch and rebuild what i'm trying to build here yeah yeah um but uh i've got a lot of stuff actually in the works i'm i'm working on making my own hair product with the trim reaper logo on it nice um i got shirts that are actually getting delivered either tomorrow or friday nice i gotta Uh, get one of those let me know dude I'll, i'll send you one out man just let me know what size yeah xl oh yeah um, just trying to kind of brand myself more, man. You know, like I'm, I'm just trying to take what I love and turn it more into a business instead of a job. Yeah, I feel you, man. Well, uh, you're, I, you're pretty, you're pretty goddamn smart, man. <laughs> you're pretty, you kind of freaking me out. Now I'm gonna have to call you for some advice. I'm trying. Hey, I'm trying, man. I'm just trying. <laughs> you got. I mean, that. that, that see, I kind of knew this about you, right? But I didn't know the age. I didn't know. Or, I mean, maybe you told me or whatever. But I, I just was assuming around 30 28 to 30 if you told me you were 34 i'd be like well, okay he's a young looking 34 if you told me you were 28 i'd be like all right yeah he's doing good for 28 but you're 22 that's really yeah. good man that's really good I, I i so many times i go man what if i just did this different or whatever you know and it's like I, I, yeah i try not i try not to think like that man like everything that i do i do like it's done for a reason you know whether it's right or wrong it was the reason in the you know in the moment so yeah. I just try to like take everything as it goes, you know, like I don't really know what's going to happen in the next few years, you know, I'm going to take everything as it goes. I'd like to be educating, you know, quite a bit, you know, like I look at, I look at Steve over at the Barber's Den, he's a huge inspiration for me, man, like he's, he's doing things the right way, you know, he's educating and he's, you know, he's a great dude, he's a great barber, like they're all great barbers over there, you know, 
they're great dudes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I want to be at that level eventually, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know much about the education. I'm just stepping into that myself on a sort of a different level. I'm kind of trying to pave my own path on that. Um, yeah. you know, I like, I don't feel like there's enough talk about owning shops. You know, there's not a, there's yeah. not a lot of people. And, and, and I'm going to be real honest with everybody. I'm so sick of learning how to fade. I get it. Like, I know how to fade. You either know how to fade or you don't. Like, I don't need to go to class. We're going to show me how to fade. Like, I just feel right. like education is just sort of whack, man. And it, and it's it's getting – with an opportunity like this with this guy. Help me out with his name. I know it's Josh. I know it's Barbara. I know it's OP. Is it OP Barbara or Barbara OP it's- or – Bar- Barbara Josh OP. Barbara Josh OP. I can never get the order right, right? So, so that that that's the kind of stuff that makes me feel like an old bastard in the game, right? <laughs> it's like I can't remember his name. What's his name? And uh, so anyway, you know, when that comes around for the for the price, I'm like, okay, this dude could probably teach me something for that price. That's to me, that's short money. But when you got guys coming charging a thousand dollars or eight hundred dollars to go to a class where like. Cause you cut an NBA player's hair, like I don't know about that one, man. Like I, I already know how to fade. Like, yeah, I want to learn how to do like make the top, like really fun. And the to, the way I look at it is, if I could make the the top of dude's hair a style instead of just making it shorter, then they'll send me so many. Like that will just be like a radar beam, like sending me so much like clients out. Like it'll be. Because it'd be like, well, wait, oh, that's different. How'd you, you know what I mean? Where'd you get that? I got it over here. And then also, yeah. you sell the product to keep up with it. You know what I mean? The product sales go up. Yeah, hundred percent. So like, it's just a no-brainer. Like that's where I need to be. Like, I think I went to the Barber Expo in April down in uh, Connecticut. Yeah. And uh, you know, the scoring guy kept saying like, the boring hair on the side and the fun hair is on top. I forget how he worded it, but it's along those lines, you know. Like. Yep. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah, fades. Like, I love to look at fades. I always will. It's like I just like I love to look at graffiti, and like I love to look at sunsets. Like, I'll always love it. It's just the same. But I'm kind of sick of like that being my big thing. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, that's I'm. I was in the same boat where like you know, eighty percent of my clients get skin fades, and it's like. Now, you know, I'm getting into, like, the crazy texture stuff and, like, the crops and, like, yeah. crazy, crazy styling and different, like, I don't think I've picked up a shiny product in months. I use nothing but, like, matte products because, like, you can have a lot more fun with them. You can create a lot more texture, you know. It's, like, that 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 was one thing that I I picked up, actually, from uh, Chris Bossio, one of his YouTube videos. Oh, he's, he's, the, he's probably the king of those, man. He, he's the great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now I'm like, okay, now what do I do now? I want to learn how to do crazier long hair like Andrew does hair on, on Instagram, you know, like, uh, so I'm taking a, a two day class at the Vidal Sassoon Academy in October in Boston. Really? Just, yeah. Just to try and figure out longer hair and try and figure out like, you know, crazy texture on long hair and like how to just do that crazy, like runway stuff and magazine stuff that like we don't see a lot, but. It's like Steve says: the more you can offer, the more you can charge. You know, it's like absolutely. So that's funny, you met, dude. I just was in this look at this magazine. Um, I don't know if you get it at your shop. I just randomly get this magazine. It's like at a, a, a salon magazine. It's called Launchpad, and the barber magazine is called Men or Man. 
And then no, we don't get that one. Oh, dude, I don't know where I never heard of it. Never saw it on Instagram. It's just bizarre. It just started coming like I don't know six months ago or something. So one came in yesterday, and there was a whole education piece in the middle. It was like an education pamphlet, and it was like all the stuff near or like not near me, but like where things are. And there's, I just looked at this thing. It said Vidal Sassoon classes. They'll do they're one or two days. They'll do anywhere from one person to sixty people, and there's uh, there's one in Boston. There's one here. There's one there. I'm like, what? I didn't know that. So I'm like, all right, let me let me see what they're about. I, it's on my list to do this week. And here you are yeah. talking about it. Yeah, like, I actually, uh, um, one of my barber friends, Will, I actually actually found out about your Beats, Brews, and Barbers through him. I think he was at the last one. Nice. And, uh, Where's he? Is he a barber? Yeah, he's at the Polished Man in Merrimack. Okay. Uh, I forget where he was before, but me and him are, you know, me and him are pretty close. And, uh, you know, I told him about it and he was like, cool, we're doing it. And he was like, cool, we're going to go down and do it. And I was like, yeah, I guess we are. You know, it's the same one that like Evan and Steve went out to San Francisco for. And I was like, Steve, was it worth it? He was like, dude, it's the craziest thing I've ever done. Nice. So it's, you know, just going to make it that much more worth it, you know? So I'm trying to think of who's Will now. That's, I, I I must have met him. I mean, I definitely met him if he came to my shop. I'm just trying to think. What, what's his Instagram? Uh, it's Big Willie Style Six Hundred Three. Oh, Instagram. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, nice. My dude. Oh, okay, good man. We're connected already, brother. Yeah. This. this is this is great, man. All right, that's cool. So when is that class? <laughs> it's it's sometime in October. I forget when, but it's two days in October. How much is it, if you don't mind me asking? I'm curious about that one. It's like eight hundred bucks. Cool. All right. Hey. I'm not. No, listen. I'm. I'm saying that because I was gonna try to sell it to my to my to my team, but they're gonna be like yeah. eight hundred bucks. They're like eight hundred bucks. That's like three car payments, man. Like, yeah. No, and that's the thing. Like, I'm trying to get them to go up to the to Belmont with me to go see uh, Josh, and they were all about it when, because the first time he came, he just came. And he was just yep. chilling with Evan and them. And, oh, yeah. And we're like, yo, you got to tell us when you have people like that up here. Like, we'll be up here. Like, oh, he's coming again in October. He's going to do a class. I'm like, all right, cool. And then so, like, yeah, the class is here. We had a team meeting today. And I'm like, oh, this is the prices. And everyone's like, oh, my guys, come on. You know, if this was a little different, you know, if I was if I was really caking, I'd pay for all of you guys, you know. Yeah. But I figure worst case scenario uh, what I'm thinking, um, I got to see if it's okay with Steve. I got to talk to him about it a little bit more, but um, I got to bring a model up there. I was thinking about actually bringing one of my barbers up there as the model. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know if that's like. That would be, that would be dope. I don't that know if that's was... cheating though. I don't want to, you know what I mean? I don't want to. Yeah, no, I feel that. So I was like, yeah. So I don't know. I got to, I got to talk to Steve about it, make sure it's cool. But, you know, that way, if two of us were there, we'd pick up two different things and then we could bring it back, you know, to the shop and, and try to teach it. You know, but, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting excited, man. Like I said, I'm transitioning, you know, like last year I was all about reading a bunch of business books. I read a bunch of books and then this year is all about implementing what I learned in the business books. And now kind of transitioning out of that into just get ill again and just have, I have so much fun cutting hair, bro. Like, oh, dude, when you get in the zone, there's nothing better. Ah, right, it's just the best. Many times, like, like I'm working right now. Sometimes I just laugh my ass off. I just start cracking up. I'm like, what, what are you laughing? Like, dude, I'm, I'm at work right now. <laughs> like yeah i'm listening to hip-hop i'm cutting here people putting stuff in 20s in my hand i'm wearing like whatever i want talking about sports like yeah like 
uh, I win, I guess. This is yeah. like, I'm at work yeah. right now. Holy Doesn't hell. get any better than this, you know? Yeah. No, that's good, man. That's good. All right. So, yo, Blake at 45, 43 minutes here. Um, tell people where they can find you on Instagram. Um, you know, your handle exactly. Of course, I'll put it in the description for the cast. And you're actually, you didn't even know this, but I haven't told anybody this. I got a brand new logo and I got a brand new intro joint that my man S. Grace produced that he was actually supposed to be on tonight with me. We're going to debut it all at once with him as the guest. Uh, but he got he got caught up with some stuff and he couldn't make it uh, tonight. He's going to be on next week. But um, so, yeah, so I got this new I got the, the, it's like a little overhaul. So it's got like official intro joint now and new logo and stuff. So you're going to be the first person that's on that. Hell yeah, man. So it should be pretty cool. So yeah, um so I don't know what the hell's going with that. Tell tell tell, tell <laughs> the people where they can find you uh on social and um you know anything else you want them to check out about you. Uh yeah, so it's at trim reaper underscore underscore on Instagram. And I don't know. I'm really not that interesting aside from my cool Instagram name. That's really it, you know? Nah, that's not true. You're pretty interesting, man. That's why you're on here. You, yeah, you got a not... huge neck tat. <laughs> got... I, that, hey, it it's pretty big. It's pretty big. Yeah, I was like, yo, this dude's going in on that thing. That thing is... A couple that's... of face tattoos. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even notice the face tattoos. I think I was focused on your neck tattoo. But... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. I, uh, uh, every time I get around guys like you, I'm like, damn, I gotta, I gotta call my tattoo artist. Like, I don't even have a tattoo artist anymore. That's how long it's been since I got tattooed. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I just like, I like, once or twice a month, I'll go and cut hair for all the tattoo artists at the tattoo shop, and they're just like, at the end, they're like, hey, you want a tattoo? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not yep. gonna say no, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm not yep. gonna be like, nah, nah, I'm all set, you know. It's like, put whatever you want. See that's how my life is, but with that's with it's with Italian pastry. People are like, "Do you want like, do you want you want a cannoli?" Yeah, I'm not gonna say no. You know? <laughs> I'm not gonna say no to Italian pastry. Give me some sfogliatelle and some cannoli, and give me some ricotta pie. Now, I've been trying to eat healthy, man. That's been a, that's been a new thing for me to really, you know. And I'm not trying. I am. I'm freaking killing. I'm eating 100 healthy. Last. That's terrible. This is the third week. Well, dude, I found out that I'm, like, super close to being pre-diabetic because I eat oh, yeah, so man. much candy. It's gross, yeah. dude. Like, I don't know how I don't have any cavities right now. Like, every oh. time I go to the dentist, I'm expecting her to say, seven cavities. She's like, oh, your teeth are great. I'm like, wow. And, and so, yeah, I got my blood test back. My mom's a nurse, and she was, like, just happened to be there when I was opening the email. And she's, like, looking at it, She's like, ooh. It's like, yeah, you're normal, but you're, like, one decimal point away from being pre-diabetic. Like, I'm like, What? So back to my paleo grind. I love eating that way. A lot of, a lot of lean meat, a lot of fatty meat, and a lot of, a lot of uh, like sweet potatoes and just you know no pasta and bread and sweets. See, that's what I can't do, man. If I if I have to live without garlic bread, I don't want to live. You know, it's like, yeah, it's terrible. I feel you, man. You know, I mean, you can. I can't eat it. Luckily, I don't have celiac or anything. You know, I yeah. I can eat it. I just feel like crap after I do. I just don't feel good. And it's not like a, not like a guilty feel like crap. Like, I just don't feel good. I, my body doesn't operate well of that. Like, when I eat a lot of, like, uh, fruit, vegetables, and, you know, like, chicken with the skin on it. Yep. Like, like, like beef that has, like, fat, not, like, super lean ground beef. Like, I, I like the fat. 
I feel great. Take my vitamins, yeah. get some sleep. I feel like a million bucks. And that's, well, that's, uh, one thing, that's one thing I've noticed, too. Like, I, I have a problem. I drink, like, three Red Bulls a day. But, like, if I'm eating bad and I'm, you know, standing behind the chair 14 hours a day and I'm not drinking water, like, I come home and I'm just like, damn. Yeah. It sucks. You know, it's like. Yeah, you feel murdered. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 No motivation whatsoever. Super sleepy. Yep. Your oh. eyes are blurred. Listen, you can't. You can do it when you're 22. I did it for years. I I wouldn't eat. I would eat. I would eat one Snickers bar for the whole day, and I would drink like three or four cups of coffee. And yep. I did that from like I started working in the shop and Malden, like really, really working hard every day. That was I was 24, and I could do that for a long time. But like once I hit like 34, 35, I was like, I don't feel good, man. I made a lot of changes and I felt better, but I kind of got out of it. Not kind. I totally got way out of it, and now I'm like, all right. I'm not trying to get diabetes. I'm not trying to have heart disease and all that stuff. Like, I want to stand up behind this chair until I'm 100, like those weird guys you see on Chronicle. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. He's 102 years old. And he's like cutting. He's legally blind. He's yeah. still cutting hair. <laughs> I want to be that guy. Yeah. But anyway. All right, man. Well, yo, hopefully I can uh, I catch you over at um at the um, Barber's Den um, when Josh is over there. And if I don't, then um, I'm going to be blowing up my uh, my event. When I, I I haven't set the official date. I'm thinking roughly October 21st um, yeah. for that. Um, doesn't... Nah, I wouldn't miss that for the world, man. I'll be there. Yeah, that's a good time, man. So you bring down some beers and we'll have some beats. And if you want to showcase, man, you got it. You know, we have like a couple showcases. Like I do like six barber showcases, you know, like to – you know, if you want to teach or you want to just show off some styles that you've been working on, you can do that, too. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, man. All right, cool. Well, yo, Trim Reaper, Brady, good to have you, man. I appreciate hey. it. I'm going to connect with you for real, for real, and record it and put it in history. Finally. Finally, <laughs> man. For real, son. All right, man. Well, yeah. yo, I'll check you soon and have a great night. Awesome. Thank you, man. You too. Thanks.